Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Griffin Brule. Let's just say this guy is an interesting guy. He flies around the world with billionaire celebrities, the most interesting people in the world. He's a corporate flight attendant, and he's learned so much. And not only is he a flight attendant, but also he's an investor. He's a guy that's in my mastermind and somebody that I call a friend and even collaborated on some other business deals together. And in this show, you're going to learn about what he's learned, how to go from being in the commercial industry, making $12,000 a year, to being in the top, I'd say 1%, flying very wealthy people around and making a lot of money and being able to basically communicate with billionaires, people that will literally pay, I'm guessing, $100,000 for an hour of their time. He's getting paid to get their time and being on a jet with them for hours at a time. He shares what he's learned from them. He shares everything they have learned and things that they do. And some things might have even surprise you of how they feel and, and just who they are as a person and, and some not even happy. But you get to learn from that experience when um, he has worked with these people high in the air. I don't even know how many, 50,000 feet in the air. And he shares his insight in life and also the keys to success. And the big thing that I love that he says, don't make excuses. He talks about how you should never make an excuse in life. He talks about some of the crazy things he's done to not make an excuse so he can make his clients happy. You're going to love the stories. You're going to love what you learn from this. You're definitely going to get a lot out of this. Let's jump right into it with the one and only Griffin Brule. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have the one and only Griffin Brule. What's up, my brother from another mother? Thanks for having me, Brandon. I really appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate being in the presence right now. And, you know, Griffin and I and, well, my fiance in the background have spent the day together masterminding, collaborating, working on some projects and talking about some big things in the future, even for the future of us working together. But, Griffin, I want you to talk about, just so you guys in the background, Griffin he flies the most influential people around. He's a corporate flight attendant, but also he's an investor. He's a guy that's in my mastermind, somebody I met six months ago, which it's crazy what can happen six months. But Griffin, I want you to go back in time. How the hell did you even get into being in this industry, aviation and being a flight attendant? Talk about just before that got started, your journey. Um, well, I think that when I first got started, um, I really wanted to get into aviation. I always loved the idea of becoming a flight attendant. Um, but what I noticed about commercial was I was always lacking something. And I think what I was lacking um, was being around the influential people that I wanted to become. I wanted to become a um, a very successful billionaire, you know, millionaire, somebody that I could um, that I could give back exponentially and give back to my family and be that person in my community that um, 
just did something big. Um, and I felt that I was always lacking that when it came to commercial aviation. So that's kind of what led me into um, business aviation was I figured out, okay, how can I do what I love, which was being a flight attendant, um, but still be, but still, you know, still do that, but then find um, kind of that area where I could be around these people that I wanted to become. And this was kind of a way for me to be around the millionaires and the billionaires on a different level, but still be able to connect with them and, and, and learn from them and see what they had to offer and see what they, how I could learn from them. And, uh, that's kind of how I got into aviation. So how the hell did you even get though? I mean, going from commercial to flying around billionaires and celebrities, how do you get the opportunity? Like, do you just call them up and be like, hey, I want to fly you around? What, what does that look like? So the the listener that has no idea of this industry, how do you land them jobs? Um, well, how I kind of got into that was, you know, the, the interesting part is it's all about networking. Who do you know? Um, you can't just walk into this job and get it. You can't just walk into this and get a job. You have to really meet the people, network with the people. What I did was I did the training. It was um, a large investment for the amount of money that I was making at the time. Um, I bit the bullet. I did it. And in the training, I networked. I met a mentor who basically taught me the ins and outs of the industry. He taught me what it what I needed to do in order to become successful in the business. And, you know, one long story short, after networking and have, finding that mentor, um, I kind of put in the work and I did what I needed to do in order to meet these right people. And uh, once I got in front of them, I proved myself and here I am booked a few months in advance and being able to do this thing on a, uh, on a high level. So. so for listeners, just give them insight. What did you make a year when you fly commercial so my first year commercial i made twelve thousand dollars my first year so what does somebody in your industry now like for doing private what's a jump like what does somebody on average make uh flying corporate and hot vips so it's really interesting because there is such a a large scale you can make fifty thousand dollars a year or you can make two hundred thousand dollars a year um, what it comes down to is how do you, you know, obviously, you know, you, you, what per service do you provide? What kind of client do you have? Are you only working for one person? Are you working for multiple people? Um, it comes basically down to um, what kind of opportunity are you presented? Because every opportunity is different. You can still be flying on the same plane as the person that makes 50000 and you could be making 200000 but the person who makes 200000 might be doing a little bit more work than that person down at 50,000. So I, I think it comes down to um, kind of what what are you doing? You know, are you being an assistant on the road? Are you cooking from scratch on the road? What are you doing? Um, for somebody like me, it's very easy to make in the six figures um, simply because we put in the work and we almost, you know, kind of hustle to, um, to kind of get these clients that want to continue to use us and book us out in advance so give insight so for your job let's say you're on a week trip you're with a billionaire and you're you're flying him around talk about what that week consists of well it depends um for me most of the time once you land in the destination you know you kind of have the ability to do what you want um most of the time you're there for a week 
Um, you're getting to sit at your destination, explore the location. Um, but a few days before the flight, you're going to be getting into, you know, what do they want for food? How am I going to present the food to them? What, you know, what is their service going to look like? How am I going to plan ahead so that my, um, my client is taken care of for their, their trip? What do you do that's above and beyond that makes you stand out? Because, you know, most people, and that's one thing I noticed by you, so many people in their job, their industry, they'll do the just passing, getting by. They'll they'll do things, but they won't, like, go above and beyond. And for you, obviously, you're in, like, the 1% of the pay bracket for this industry because you go above and beyond. What are some just things that stand out that you add value to your client that makes you different? I think what I add value to is that um, I have the ability to communicate with them. Um, I figure out what is it that they – what is it that they want? How can I make sure that I can go an entire flight with them only saying the word breakfast, lunch, or dinner? How can I make sure that they don't have to say anything? I know what they want when they want it. Um, I think that's what separates me from most and also having the ability to be the ear when they need me to listen to them. When they just need somebody to talk to, how can I be that person that they can connect with and talk to and trust on the plane think it's very important because I feel I'm in their living room. I'm in a stranger's living room. How can I make sure that my their experience is so personal and so private that they can just open up to me um, and and you know trust that whatever they say and whatever they do is is kept with them. So, so you're more than a flight attendant. You're I wouldn't say you're a coach, but you're like you're like giving them insight. You're you're being there for them in their time of need beyond making their flight extra special. Like you're being a friend, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as friend simply because, you know, there's always that level of professionalism. However, um, with my, you know, most of the people I fly, there always is that, that um, kind of that opportunity where they have to be able to, speak you know i've it's interesting because i don't really say anything i don't really give them say hey if you need to talk to me i'm here um but i find that um when you're when you're that when you just kind of be the light you know in in any aspect of life when you're kind of that light in somebody's life where you can just um make it so that they can trust you in any situation you know they they tend to open up and they tend to be more personable and and you know feel comfortable with their families around me and that sort of thing so what would be your best advice for anybody listening if they want to become an uh, aviation flight attendant what would be your best advice to become the most successful and get where you're at in this industry what's your advice to them to be the best at what they do um don't make excuses I think that when you and this is with any obvious any obviously any type of business um when you don't make excuses and you prove to you, when you prove to people who are extremely successful in what they do these people got to where they are because they didn't make excuses they got here because they put in the work they did what needs to be done and when you can show them that yeah you're just a flight attendant but you are putting in the work and you're not making excuses. And when something does go wrong, you admit to and you own it, but you prove to them how you're going to make it better. That is how you become successful because I, you know, I am not the fancy chef. I don't have this 
extremely extravagant meals that I prepare. I prepare some great meals. However, what I do prepare is I'm always willing to be honest. I'm always willing to own when I make a mistake and and kind of always willing to go above and beyond to make sure that they know that I care and that I'm able to kind of provide that extra service. So I always say, don't make excuses, own your mistakes and continue to just bust your butt until you get that um, kind of that clientele that you're wanting. What would be the top three most beautiful, crazy destinations you have traveled to and what's so unique about them? Ooh, top three. That's a tough one. Telluride, Colorado is my all-time favorite place in the world. Reasoning is because it's so unique. There's not really many tourists there. It's kind of a small town in Colorado, so um, you don't find many tourists, which I love. Uh, It's very local and people who own homes there, so the slopes are very um, limited. So that's my number one. Um, Maldives. Absolutely beautiful. You have an overwater bungalow in the middle of the uh, ocean where, you know, it's this beautiful blue and, you know, you just have a see-through floors and just it's incredible. Um, Five-star service always. Uh, My third, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess I'll have to go with, oh, I don't know. My third top destination I guess would be Sweden or no, sorry, Switzerland. Um, simply because Switzerland is just so beautiful. There's like these incredible mountains and, um, the food's amazing and the people are really awesome as well. So that would probably be my third. Well, after you come to my parents' cabin in Iowa for the mastermind, I think that'll be in your top three. Iowa is going to be it. So, I want to get into the details of the people. I mean, you've flown, and we won't say names, but you've flown around, I mean, the most influential people in the world. Billionaires, celebrities, I mean, people that everybody listening would know. I want to hear what is a common trend or what is a thing across, let's say, go billionaires. What do they all have in common and what is it that they do or makes them different that makes them so successful? They always get what they want. They never ever settle for less they're confident they always get you know if they have an idea or they have something that they want they're they're not gonna even expect that they won't get it they get it and somehow some way somebody will get it for them um and and i think that that's what is so common is that they and that's what i think i respect the most is that i'm always on a different like i'm always trying to be one step ahead because these people got to where they are simply because they never accepted no. They always, if there was a will, there was a way. If they had an idea, they made it happen. They didn't make excuses. They did it. And I find that that's a common trend throughout all. You know, on the plane, you can see that. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're just sitting there and they're like, hey, I want this. And, and I'm like, well, that's not on the menu. And they're like, okay, but that's what I want. And I'm like, okay. And I go to the galley and I'm like, okay, uh, let's see how I can make a grilled chicken salad out of four different items that I have on the plane and figure out how I can make this happen. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's interesting is like, you know, they, they just expect more out of people. And they know that the quality of people they're around is the most important thing. Um, and it's just, it's interesting. They, they're excellent at being um just 
I don't, I don't know how to say it, but just very, um, they're so unique in their own ways, but the, they're just so, they have their routines and they're just so strong in what they believe in. I really think the reason they, they expect so much is because they're not willing to ask you to do something they wouldn't do themselves. I mean, they're, they're, they, for them, obviously, they're very successful, and they've done things because they don't make excuses, and that's why they're always asking highly of certain people. But when you can actually give that and give them what they're wanting, then they, they respect you. And the fact that if you don't make excuses, they will respect you, and who knows what it'll turn into. So looking at the people you have flown, what would be some of the – maybe if you have a story or something that you really took away that gave you that aha moment like, whoa – that makes sense. Like, oh, I'm going to do that for myself. You know, that's a that's a tough one. But I will say that I have noticed in my time as a flight attendant is that, okay, perfect example. I went into Whole Foods one time, and there was a certain client I flew that made, that always wanted a fruit platter on every flight. And I was like, oh, crap, I don't have the ingredients for fruit platter tonight, but I need to make sure and get one. I walked into Whole Foods, and I said, I need you to make me a fruit platter. And this was right when I was brand new, and I had no idea how to assemble a fruit platter. So I was like, oh, crap, what do I do? And this particular client was so adamant about getting the fruit platter, and she knew that there was going to be a fruit platter on that flight, no matter what it took. And I get on the flight, and I said, all right, I need to make sure this this happens. So I go into Whole Foods and I said, hey, uh, I need you to make me a fruit platter for tomorrow. And they said, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you won't be able to get it till tomorrow at four. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. I need it tonight so that I can have it tomorrow. No, no, sir. Sorry. That's not going to happen. I said, no, 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 no. You're going to make it happen. Like I, I said, and if you don't, I will be more than happy if you hand me a knife and give me the fruit. I'll go cut it up myself. I said, I, I can't, I, there's no no's here. There is, I, it's going to happen. She's like, well, sir, you know, you can't do that. I said, well, then can you do it for me? She's like, you know what? You're being so persistent. Fine. I'll do it. I'll do it myself. And this lady at Whole Foods literally assembled me an entire fruit platter and they were closing in like 10 minutes. And it, and it just, it kind of dawned on me that that's what I've learned from these people is that do you always make it happen? There's no, no. There's always a will. If there's a will, there's a way. You're going to make it happen. And it's so interesting because, you know, I got my fruit platter, and it was great. It wasn't a, you know, a half-assed made fruit platter. It was a great fruit platter. And it was just kind of that aha moment, like, that's right. They got here because they always went after what they wanted. They never said no. They never accepted no. And just because they wanted something doesn't mean that they would have done it themselves. They would have done it themselves if they had to. But the point is, is that they never accepted no because they knew that somebody could do it better than them and that they made sure that that could happen so that they could be better at what they can focus on and what they're best at. That is so, that's, that's so interesting because the fact that, I mean, when you're around these people, it ups your game. It, it really goes to you are the average of the five people you hang out with because even the fact that they're not really, I mean, they are giving you great lessons, but just being around them, the little things they do makes you learn for yourself, just like the, the platter thing. Obviously, you were going to make it happen. Otherwise, they were going to have your ass <laughs> if you didn't have that food platter. But by providing that, you actually respect the fact that they really need that. 
Like, oh, hey, you have to have this. If you don't have it, then obviously I'm not going to be happy. But they they don't expect something from you that they wouldn't be willing to do or they haven't done in the past. So for you, I'm curious, before I get into like what you're going to be doing next, what's the craziest experience you've had on a plane? Because I know you've had so many, and you can't mention names, craziest experience flying somebody, whoever it may be. What was it? Oh, God. Uh, I would say that the craziest experience I've ever had was I had a a passenger who um, demanded things a certain way. I'm known for flying the most particular people in the business, which is excellent because I can relate to the most particular people. I can't relate to the happy-go-lucky person who... You know, is just happy about life. I need that person who is wants everything done a certain way. They want half a cream, half a sugar in their coffee, and just random stuff. That's what I love. Well, this person was very, 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 very particular. Wanted um, they, you know, I brought out their food, and it wasn't the way it was supposed to be prepared. Well, I had never heard of the food that was I was preparing, um, and I brought it out and. The person looked at me and said, I guess nothing's going to turn out right. And she kind of pushed her plate back towards me, and I was like, uh-oh. And I grabbed the plate and I started walking away. And uh, I guess I realized that I never grabbed the fork. And I was probably like eight feet from her, and all of a sudden a fork goes flying by my ear. <laughs> and she had thrown a fork in my <laughs> She had thrown the fork at me. Um, so it's always the joke now that the uh, hurling fork lady, um, that was probably my most, like, memorable moment on the plane. So Literally had a fork thrown at you. <laughs> if only we could share who the hell that was. <laughs> so, okay, fork thrown at you, crazy things. Random question. Do you think money makes people happy? Do you think being a billionaire... Is happiness? Are all these billionaires happy? Absolutely not. Money does not make you happy. What makes you happy is, you know, it's interesting. It's because, you know, we talked about earlier what does success mean to you. You know, when we discuss that, and I always say success means to me is being able to have freedom. Freedom of choices, freedom of what you want to do, freedom of saying, I don't want to do that today. I don't want to make these calls. I want to sit by the beach, and I don't have to think about money. I, you know, my family's taken care of, my friends are taken care of, everything's taken care of. And um, what I've noticed about, you know, there's, there's some, there's also the billionaires who are super happy and they, and you know that they have that freedom, that uh, freedom and success in their mind um, that just, you can just see the glow in their face. Like I'm happy. And then there's these people who are miserable and they, um, they're not happy and they don't know what they still want. And they've always went after the dollar and they've never gone after what they truly loved and truly wanted. And, and it's, it's interesting. And I've had, I've had, you know, people say to me, money will never make you happy, Griffin. Never think that money will make you happy. I'm miserable. And, and it's interesting because it's eye opening experience when you're sitting next to somebody on a plane who just chartered a hundred thousand dollar jet or hundred thousand dollar charter on a multi-million dollar jet. And you think to yourself, wow, they must be so happy. They must be so, you know, wow, they must just be blown away that they can do this. And they're still miserable. 
And it's like, at what point do you become, at what dollar amount do you become happy? It's no dollar amount. It's, it's, you have to find what makes you happy without the dollar amount. What, you know, monetary things aside, what do you want? What do you love? You know, who do you want to support? Who do you want to be a part of? And, and I think that that's what makes people happy and money. Absolutely not. And I've seen it firsthand. It does not make you happy. So being around billionaires and celebrities, what, what makes you happy? Like what, what do you want to do? Do you want to become a billionaire? What do you want to do with your life? I absolutely want to become a billionaire. And you know, what's interesting is what I've learned is that having that amount of money allows you to make any choice you want. You know, it's, it's not about, Ooh, look at me, look at my new car, look at my new home, look at everything I have, look at my new watch. And you know, it's, it's more about how can I give my family, my parents, my, my siblings, how can I give them that freedom so that they never have to think about money again? You know, how can I just say my ultimate goal in life is to, you know, completely pay off my parents' mortgage, to completely, to give my mom that G-Wagon she always wanted, to be able to just say, screw it, everyone, we're going on a vacation next week, and you're going to come with me, and everything's paid for, and we're going to do it, and to be able to just experience time with family, and, and to be able to enjoy that time. And one thing that I've learned about flying these people is that, you know, growing up, I always assumed that having the chef and the assistants and, you know, the personal trainers and all these things that, you know, that are seem extra on the outside, it allows these people to have more time with the people they love the most. And having that money allows you to have time freedom and have anything you want and not have to think about what am I having for dinner? What am I, what's my workout? How can I stay healthy? How can my family, you know, how can they be fit? How can they be healthy? And how can they, you know, have these options? And how can I say, okay, I don't want to schedule all my meetings. Have somebody schedule them and be able to do, make these flexible decisions so that it allows you those extra 30 minutes, that extra hour with your family. That's what I want. I want that. If I'm going to be a billionaire, it's going to be when I can, you know, I want just absolute freedom for me and my family. And that's what I strive for. Money buys you more time of for what you want to do and allows, I mean, freedom for the ones you love. Money is, if you can do it the right ways, you can be able to use that for the right reasons. And it's not just having the fancy car or any of that. I mean, we, that's the one thing we agree. I mean, myself, obviously, billionaire in the making, we both strive to be billionaires and when you're around people like that that strive for the same goals you make it happen quicker and even some of your connections very connected you are and myself and i see us being able to do great things in the future i want to talk about your future beyond flying what other things are you working on and what do you want to work on in the next couple of years i think the main thing that i want to work on is being that master connector how can i take the people that I know and the people that I work with and um, how can I connect them to opportunities? How can I make sure that these, you know, how can I take that cut off of this? You know, how can I say, okay, you're great at this. I've heard of this. How can I connect you two together? And that's what I want to do. I'm so passionate about of loving on people and being around people and connecting people together to, to make master plans. And, um, my my goal for the future is to can is to basically capitalize on that and to kind of have that as my mainstream of income to 
to be that master connector in any industry, whether it be tech, whether it be aviation, whatever it be, how can I connect people together so that we can create powerful companies all around the world and create lots of money? So I'm going to challenge you. I'm curious to hear what you're going to say. So when, by what day are you going to have your own private jet for yourself and not flying somebody else around, but you're flying around in your own jet? Um, December 27th on my 25th birthday. So I love this because his birthday's four days. I'm December 31st, and I always say I'm going to become this by this day, December 31st. And I always said I'll be a millionaire by this day, and I missed a couple birthdays. But I, I luckily I know that it'll happen before my next birthday. But being able to say that specific date, it's going to happen. And I know you are surrounding yourself with the right people. And with that, you're going to allow yourself to be able to get to that point because you're investing in yourself, because you're joining masterminds, because you're around the right people that are already where you want to be, and you're getting mentorship from them, you're learning from them, and you're taking action. So kudos to you for doing that. So before we wrap up the show, I want to hear your best advice to the audience for them to have success and have a fulfilled life. I think the best advice to have complete success is you can't make excuses for yourself. You know, one thing that I've learned is that when you have to take the opportunities when they come to you, you know, you can't wait. And and, and it's interesting because, you know, you should always kind of have that satellite going in your head where you're like, okay, is this a good opportunity? Always obviously analyze the situation. Is this good for me? Can I do this? Should I do this? However, when a good opportunity comes, take it. If you don't have the money, figure it out. If you don't have the time, make it happen. There's always, there's 24 hours in a day, and I'm sorry, but I know that I'm working on about 25 different things at a time, and I still make time for opportunities. Always make time for those opportunities. Always you know, accept these opportunities when they come your way because at the end of the day, when you don't accept opportunities, people notice that. And when you do accept opportunities and you go above and beyond, like, for instance, you know, being a master connector and being this person who wants to communicate and be um, a person of influence, it all starts with your network. And how can I build relationships? How can I better my relationships? And one thing that I've noticed is that the the best thing, the thing that I'm good at is saying, okay, let's say, for instance, this weekend, you know, you're like, hey, you should come to Austin. And I was like, let's do it. What can we come up with in three days? How can we figure out 20 different ways to make money in three days. And how can we figure out how we're going to change the world and impact the world? And holy crap, how many, how many, multiple ideas. (laughs) We came up with so many ideas, but that was because I took the chance, you know, and I, I, I came and I did what I, you know, I made it happen. And a lot of people don't. And I think that the people who become successful and the reason I'm finding success is because I'm making it happen. I'm doing what needs to be done. And I'm not making excuses for it. So That's what I love about you. And I see a lot of myself in you because like this weekend, you came here. I always did that. I think about the time when I really made a connection with Kevin Harrington. I flew to his – well, flew to his place and got there within 24 hours to get a 30-minute car ride, which led to opportunity and business deals. And some of the things like now we're collaborating on could be big deals too as well. But I also love that you don't make excuses. I fucking hate it when people make an excuse. They say why they can't do something. 
I don't ever want to hear excuses. I just want to hear how you can make a solution a result. And that's something you do, which I respect. I see great things coming in the future for you. So where can people find you if they want to fly with you or, or drink with you? Obviously, you have your own wine company. Where can people find you to connect with you? Um, you can either go to griffinbrule.com, which is G-R-I-F-F-I-N, Brule, B-R-U-E-H-L.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, The Journey of a Young Gun, and also Instagram, The Journey of a Young Gun. Um, and that's kind of my social media platform where you can connect with me most. So, Do you have any last words or a quote to leave us with? Live to grind, baby. Live to grind. I love it. For all you listeners out there, you know what time it is. It's time to live to grind, but also to go out there, create something great, become unforgettable, because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Quite the show with Griffin. Dude, Griffin is a connector. He is an influencer in his industry, and he's way beyond that. And this guy, I'll put it out there right now, you know, he's going to become a billionaire at a younger age. I laugh because he's only 23. I'm 28 years old, and I, I tell everybody listening that I will become a billionaire by 40 years old. And, well, if I become a billionaire by that time, he will become there sooner because he's already in my circle. It'll be cool to see him with his own jet. I'm looking at, you know, having a jet. I thought maybe that's stupid, thinking about spending millions of dollars on a jet. But when you start valuing your time and being able to get the place from point A to point B in a short period of time and last-minute notice, getting a jet isn't that stupid after all. I look at Grant Cardone. He's got a jet, and obviously he's able to fly different places to make those business deals. makes me think differently. And One thing I take away from this show is valuing your time and doing the things you love to do and what you don't love, have others do that. And being able to make so much money that you can give back more time for your family. You can give them great experiences. You can do things you you dreamt up, but also be able to help so many people with that money. That was my takeaway, and I hope you took a lot away from this. But also, not just working for the money, but doing things you love, and then allowing that money that comes to work for you in the right ways. That was my takeaway. Uh, I'd love to hear your snap me. Send me a snap at btadams18 on Snapchat or on Instagram, Adams 18 I actually just posted a very good video with Kevin Harrington. We talk about the power of ship chain and how, well, we built our brand up and allowed to raise, well, $30 million in less than a year. You can check that out on my Instagram, Adams 18 That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm here from Austin recording this podcast show and many, many more days to come in Austin. And then we head to Kansas City in April. And then we got the big Young Entrepreneur Convention, April 20th and 21st. If you haven't got your tickets for Young Entrepreneur Convention, get your tickets. Go to yeconvention.com. That's all I got for the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, you all, go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.